What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for checking out the Creators Therapy Podcast, the first episode of 2020. I am so excited. This week, I talked to the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only John Mediana, and he talks to us about getting out of your own way and just creating. Let's get into it. Yo, what is going on, everybody? It has been it's been a hot minute since since uh well since I've done a, a podcast. I've been I've been cranking it out on the YouTube channel. So yeah, if you haven't it. if you haven't checked that out in a while, you should go to the YouTube channel, Creators Therapy. Yeah. Um, because we got some stuff going on there. But um, family, y'all, I'm so excited about about just I I love this season. You know, January, the start of a new year. There's all that electricity in the uh, air yeah. everybody's like new year new me yeah like it's annoying everyone's but on that walter mitty yeah I, oh yeah know. walter mitty's the man by yeah. the way um that's like we watch that every new year's you know? i love that movie that's pr- probably my favorite movie right yeah ever. oh my gosh it's one of our favorites yeah you know one of our favorites we have many favorites yeah but top of the list is definitely it, it's definitely in my top 10 oh yeah for sure it I deserves mean, the spot yeah. yeah next to hook oh and a new hope i think like walter mitty is right there walter yeah. mitty's right that is a that's an interesting combination <laughs> I know. of movies right yeah, there I know. it's like what oh man y'all hey y'all y'all can already tell yeah it's not it's not just me today i am sitting Woo-woo. here with the big brother yes, john sir. mediana hello creator therapy peeps peeps <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, so we are out here. I'm out here in Vegas visiting John and, That's his, right. and his wife. Yeah, welcome um, to Vegas. Dude, it's... How's it been so far? I love it. I mean, what's the weather like? Obviously, everyone wants to know. It's, the weather here, it's... What is it, like 50s, 60s? It's a different kind of cold. It's, it's a, a different dry kind of cold. cold. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it feels colder than it is, but it's around 49. I, I know I went hard on the moisturizer this morning. For <laughs> yeah. For sure. Like, I had to, I had oh to lotion up. Dude, my elbows could cut paper. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> so, um, new year, January, and this is what tends to happen is you get all excited. You're talking about how it's going to be a new year, new you. I just put out a video, uh, the other day talking about like, yo, did you mean it? When Which you was phenomenal. Thank you. Like I, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I want to put this on repeat and yeah. get motivated. Dude, that was that was because the energy you bring in that video is oh I went on a whole nother level. You, yeah, you totally went off. I yeah, loved, I loved every minute. Thank you. So I was see I, I got nervous on that video. You did? Well, not really? on it, but like editing it. Yeah. I was like, well, I like it. Yeah. But I don't know if I don't know if I'm ready to show this side of me yet. Well, I think the test is this. Yeah. Can you watch it and enjoy it? I did. Yeah. So that's the test. <laughs> so there you go. If you can watch it and enjoy it then you can put it out there and people will enjoy it. Yeah. But like there's videos that I watch of myself that I'm like, that wasn't even fun. Yeah. Like that, I didn't even like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I have to put a video out and this is that type right. of video. Don't, don't put it out, you know, yeah. because if you can't enjoy your own creation, then that's true. Like that's the ultimate test. Can yeah. you sit through your own stuff? Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's, and that's kind of, that's kind of what we're talking about today is, is this um this habit that maybe you have i know i've had it 
um, of getting in your own way. Yeah. Is that, I mean, that's probably something you can relate to as oh, well. Oh, 100%. You've been in the game a long time. Yes. So. I've been doing photo and film for probably about 20 years now. I yeah. Mean, not counting a couple years in the beginning, like when I was just starting. I yeah. started when I was like 10, 11 in a dark room like mm. with film. Yo. And like, I don't know if those count, but I, I believe those count. Because, I would count those, like, yeah. Because it's like, oh, this is where I started. Like yeah. this is, you know, and what what happened was like I, I was, um, I come from a Filipino family. Right. Very Asian culture mm-hmm. where it wasn't okay for us to be creative. We needed to become nurses, doctors, was, DMV. Joe Coy was your exactly. Yeah. Joe Coy is my uncle, right? So not really, but you know, he's every much, uncle of yeah. every Filipino. You, you could probably you like, could probably find it in the tree. Oh my somewhere. gosh, yeah, yeah, totally. We're connected somehow. Yeah, you know? somehow. And basically, like growing up, like in that culture, it was very just one-minded. Like this is what I'm going to do. I was a straight A student growing up in elementary, but when it came to middle school, when I started discovering like creativity like I, I was a very creative kid first of all i was mm-hmm. very curious mm. and that got me in trouble a lot <laughs> a lot especially being filipino and like my relatives being like you got to do this do that clean yeah. you got to do your homework do this and i'm like running around like making a mess everywhere taking yeah. taking remotes apart and like you know so i was very i got in trouble a lot for that mm. um but when i started discovering what I love like I had this self-discovery of like I like to create and how it makes me feel and what changed my whole like perspective was skateboarding and music so skateboarding was a culture that was like I'm just gonna skate I'm it, it kind of defied like my classroom setting it defied everything that I learned growing up like the whole culture around skateboarding it was like not a rebellious culture, but it was like, I'm going to go out there and discover and create, Mm -hmm. you know, create tricks, discover ramps, discover like what I can like use. I would skate with my friends and like, like schools and like we would get chased out by cops because you know snap like and that triggered like a lot uh that kind of shaped my creativity in my world and i Mm. like looking back at i'm like oh my gosh yeah skateboarding and music the culture of music um like with uh punk rock and stuff and and hip-hop even hip-hop and punk rock shaped my creativity in you know the 90s i was Mm -hmm. a 90s kid i was born in 87 Okay. Um, but I grew up in the nineties and like, go. dude, this is when MTV was hot. And yeah. like, this is when no doubt was big and green day. And like when MTV was music. It was when MTV like, was music. Yeah. It shaped my world. It shaped yeah. my creativity and skateboarding was huge. Like Thrasher came out and wow. like you had all the skate culture and I was a big Dogtown Z boys fan. I actually met them in Oceanside and like, it, it changed my perspective and it actually fueled my creativity because it taught me that if I fall, I need to get back up again mm-hmm. and skate that, you know, hit that rail, hit that ramp. And it taught me resilience um, mm. with creativity. And I think I brought that into just my world. And, um, and I, that's where I began to just really begin to, to learn about what creativity means on a yeah. whole other level. And filmmaking, um, alongside with photography, that was the expression of the art. There you like, go. That was the documentary. Like, yeah. Like, if the art was creativity, then the the photography and filmmaking of it 
was the documenting part. It mm. wasn't actually like, oh, the photo was the art or that yeah. video was the art. It was like, this is me and my friends skateboarding. Yeah. Like, this is me and my friends lighting stuff on fire. This is me and my <laughs> friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have a video piece on VHS <laughs> of me and my friends building um, a fun box, skateboarding fun box. Okay, okay. We lit it on fire and we were skating on it. Oh, snap. That, like that was it like yeah. the photo- the photography and video aspect of it was the documentary part yeah but there was also a filmmaking art because back then we were filming on vhs mm-hmm. you know we had jvc vhs cameras that's the first camera i picked up the one from google that if you don't know what that is it's... or check out um marquez brown brown oh yeah 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 he just did a whole retro thing oh, on, right. his, yeah. on his youtube channel about the jvs and it all stemmed from like uh, back to the future yeah you know and yeah. like you saw Marty McFly holding that JVC, that, v- that shoulder, yeah, that the shoulder camera. rig right there, yeah. And like that was the camera I had. You know, that's the camera I started with, and that's you know, and like it was just home movies at first, and then it t- started into like, well, let's like make scary movies, and like because we, we were really into like scary movies and like mm-hmm. ghost hunting and all that stuff. So me and my friends would like make characters and we film each other it was just dumb stuff but yeah. it, that's where it all began for me yeah you know you you just uh you just pressed record yeah that's and i didn't care here's the thing about it we yeah. didn't have social media back then right like we didn't have instagram we didn't have youtube yep. there was the only reason why you would be creating was the pure art of creating yeah and you. it's like i'm gonna show it to my friends who else am i gonna share it with yeah nobody the internet wasn't even around yeah you know at that time it was yeah. just like uh you know it was just like a world of like okay well, what am i gonna put it? i'm gonna put it on e-bombs world like, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. or, like or like check it out you know like yeah. it wasn't a, a thing yet and yeah. now like i i i hope that creators can take that concept and be like I'm not doing this for the gram anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing this for the pure love of creating art. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that we lost um, in, in the world today. Like, I agree. In, in creativity. Yeah. There's, there's so much um, talking about that. I mean, there's, there's so much forgotten that, that, that kind of like childlike freedom mm-hmm. to just press record or just go. Cause even as you're talking, I'm, re- I'm thinking on my own about, some of the things that my me and my friends used to do are just like we would do stupid stuff like that all the right. time, right? And I remember having a Canon Power Shot. Yeah, it ran on double A batteries, <laughs> two double A batteries, and I had a was it yeah. five hundred and twelve megabit? Oh my gosh, yeah, SD card, <laughs> SD card. And I thought, oh man, I don't know how I'm gonna fill this thing up. Which nowadays, like, you press record on one video, and it's gonna be like a yeah. gig a yeah. clip or whatever you know yeah, totally you carry like a terabyte card or like yeah. a 62 gig card yeah 128 gig card oh like, yeah 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 it's so, not that you'll go through it oh yeah, yeah in a hurry right yeah so but i remember dragging that thing to to school and taking photos of my friends making them take you know get in the yeah. photos or like doing videos or just like i remember one video i did a whole like i had a nerf gun mm. and i did this whole thing about hunting my sister's cat <laughs> with a Nerf gun. It was Windows Movie Maker. That was my that was my first step oh my into gosh. feature I, films. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I started on Windows Movie Maker. I mean, it's I loved it. The Star Transitions was my go-to. Yeah, because I had a lot of Star Wars and like those weird, you know, those like 
really dumb transition wipes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those yeah. were my favorite, the ones that, like, go around and, uh-huh. like, you know, those were my favorite wipes, and I'd yeah. put that on literally everything. Everything. Every, everything. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> Loved it. Loved absolutely, it. Just, yeah. I, yeah, but there's there's so many clients that I talk to now that are, that are creatives or they're in the industry, and there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of just, like, stuff yeah. associated with what they're trying to do, yeah. and where I usually take them is, is to like, let's go backwards. Remember whenever you were a kid, like, why did you, right. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't start doing this because you were so excited about all the stress you're about to experience, right? Why? Like, no, you just went for it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I run into that a lot too. Um, you know, I work in an ad ad agency and advertising yeah. and like my coworkers, they get stressed out because they have to perform. Dude. Right. The, okay, so y'all, I visited John at his office, like, uh, and spent like a day or two there, yeah, yeah. right? Which was awesome. It's uh, can we say it on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So R and R Partners. Yeah. In Vegas, yeah. so big time deal, and I just remember that <laughs> the vibe was awesome. But I remember walking into the bathroom, mm. and there's like you have your typical bathroom stuff, but like on the counter with the sinks, there was like antacids and tylenol yeah tylenol antacids they had um mouthwash they got they got know. you set up to live there oh of course but there's the a an- shower in the bathroom but the antacids thing was the thing that like stuck out to me was like, yeah oh yo i bet that gets through oh my gosh people yeah, use stress. that yeah yeah the amount of stress yeah in in our office because we're dealing with multi-million dollar clients yeah like we're dealing with millions and millions of dollars worth in advertising yeah and you know you know how clients are. If you're a small right. agency, you understand clients. Yep. To you know, if you're a freelancer, you understand. Like you'll you'll spend days, if not weeks, on a project, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, they're like, "I don't like it." Like, I hate you that. Know, and they don't tell you why they don't like it. They just know they don't like. They it. They just like, oh, this wasn't what I thought it would be, yeah. and then you pull up the notes from meetings or like whatever you're like, well, you had said this in the meeting, you had said this in the meeting right. when we talked, you wanted to be like this. So you explain everything that they desired and the outcome and you filter that as an artist, you filter mm-hmm. those, those notes and you make those adjustments and, right. and you know, you go to your notes and then you go to the, the, whether if it's a piece of content or a website or whatever that you mm-hmm. designed or built and then you compare notes and you're like, no, it's pretty accurate. This is what you said. And then yeah. they're like, well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe I was wrong. I'm like, maybe, maybe if we just did this. So they want to see an end product and then make the like shape it up and then adjust yeah. it. Because the thing about clients is they, they can't visually see what you're trying to build until you spend all this time building it. Right. And then they yeah. come back at you and they're like, I like it. And, <laughs> And you're like, ah! I'm like, I'm gonna choke you. Somebody, so, somebody gonna die. So antacids are a required, <laughs> a required um, thing in in our bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And you know, we go through it every day. So I was saying, like my coworkers, you know, they deal with this all the time. They have to perform. Yeah. Right? And the thing about creativity is, like, creativity can hit you at like one in the morning, you mm-hmm. know, or you know, it could hit you any time. But it's almost like you can't really force creativity happen but when you're on a performance base like a lot of us go into youtube or like yeah. instagram saying like oh, i'm gonna set my year up 2020 i'm gonna set my year up i'm gonna create one piece of content a day i'm gonna create yeah. one video every week i'm gonna do this and you set yourself up and you're you're going for it and then like the very last i don't know about you but you got to upload a video today and you have nothing yeah and you're like 
I'm just gonna come up with something and then mm-hmm. like you're forcing creativity and it's yep. just not fun anymore yeah and it's like wh- what am I doing and you put something that's just like haphazard yeah and you're like oh my gosh like I'm embarrassed like let me tell you there's there's videos on my channel right now that I'm so embarrassed of but mm. I'm leaving them up because I'm documenting yeah the process yeah I'm like I literally had friends text me like why did you put that up and I'm like <laughs> really <laughs> really <laughs> I mean, that's not supportive. That's not, but yeah. I think it is because I like, again, if you haven't heard my story and yeah. uh, previous, you know, episodes or whatnot, like I had two friends tell me how that's trash right. my work was when yeah. I was getting into the industry at, at 18. I was just fresh out of high school. I was going to, f- I was on my way to film school and my friends were like, yo, I don't think this is your field. I don't mm. think you should be doing photography. I don't think you should be doing film because it's not good. And I was like, well, that's why I'm going to film school. Right. Yeah. To get so, better. So it can get good. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I actually enjoy this. Don't steal that from me. Yeah. And like, yeah. That, I think that's the whole thing is like, okay, you enjoy something and the joy gets stolen mm-hmm. when you put a false expectation on yourself to perform there you go right yeah. and like you get you fall in that trap and you're like this just isn't fun anymore i'm just not making the best stuff or the things that you do produce you put so much like x like you're like it's not perfect and then you publish it and you're like eh, whatever mm-hmm. you know and you get frustrated then you get jaded then like January, February, March comes and you're like, yeah, I stopped doing the whole YouTube thing. Yeah, I, I give up. Never I mind. I give up. You no. know, maybe it's not my my thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, which I've I've uh, I've flirted with that line a couple of times, yeah. and I, and I'm sure have. I'm sure yeah, I'm sure everybody listening has done the same thing. So that's kind of what we're getting into today. Is I I thought who better to talk to about this than than my dude John about basically just getting out of your own way yeah and just and just documenting rather than trying to knock out a banger every every week or whatever like we're we're basically i'm i'm basically taking this time to ask you to slow down yeah and let's reanalyze what you said you were going to set out to do this year like let's take a second look at that um and i'm kind of talking to myself a little bit too because i remember last year this year is a little bit better but like last year i remember telling you like oh i'm, I'm putting out like 50 pieces of content or oh, i'm putting yeah. out 50 videos yeah. or 50 podcasts or whatever yeah. and you're like oh uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> i looked at you i remember the way i looked at you <laughs> yeah. i was like all right yeah like let's see cool how that happens i yeah. hope that I hope but that like because i i've never i don't think i've ever put that number in front of me Right, yeah. Ever. Yeah, and no, like, bold. no, no, no. And I'm saying that's, that's very ambitious. Oh, and I'm like, usually. dude, DJ, <laughs> if you do this, like, you are a god. Right. Like, you are king of kings, Everybody lord of lords. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not uh, not man. because I don't, I didn't believe you could. No, but, like, but yeah. I just know how hard it is yeah. during the journey, especially like that takes a lot of grit. I'm saying, like, yeah. You have that grit and you have that creativity, but like even from from like and I'm not saying myself or anything like that. I'm just like like a number is really difficult to, for a goal. Mm-hmm. Like if you put a number on something um and then cuz you're going to get in the mindset of like I need to reach that number. Gotta meet that, yeah, I got to meet, meet that, that number. It's yep. almost like you know, numbers in 
business when it comes to like, oh, I sold this many sale. Like, you know, you have the sales guy right. that's reaching these numbers, but the quality of their sales, oh, are, yeah. there's returns, yep. massive, massive returns. You actually lose money on that guy right. than you would if there's a genuine dude trying to build a relationship with their customers and they get like 12 customers, yeah. then, then, you know, the, the, the normal, like fifth, like, let's say the sales dude makes 50 customers and like, he's just like, he has a script and he's doing the script and like, mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, he got those sales, but they're not going to be happy because there's no connection. Right. Right. So I'd rather have the dude that's making 12 sales that connected with every customer right? and be like, dude, every single customer, are telling their friends about this dude, yes, like, and yeah. telling their friends about the product. So when you mentioned fifty videos, I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> like that's a lot. That's a lot. But I'm yeah. like, you know, I think because of that, like you've learned through that. Like, what did you learn through all that, dude? I, so first of all, I got in my own way right out of the gate. Right, mm -hmm. like January first, I already failed because like there's a whole process to putting out a quality piece of content. Yeah. Right, like if we're gonna put out, if you're gonna put out quality, it takes time yeah. to bake that quality. There's a video on my page. <laughs> Last year, 2019, January uh -huh. 1st, vlogging. Oh yeah. And I was like, I, I in the video, I was like, I, I can't wait. I'm so excited to document my journey. I'm gonna be vlogging daily, mm -hmm. all that stuff. I didn't vlog the next day, <laughs> nor the next month. Right. That was the one video that I vlogged, and I was like, "Wow, this isn't going the way." It's, yeah, this yeah. isn't going the way yeah. I I wanted it to. Yeah, not because I didn't have the skill set or nothing like that. Right, I was just like, "This takes a lot of time mm -hmm. to do this." Yeah, and the people that do do it are full time YouTubers. Yeah, like they're full time they're they're just they don't have a full-time job they have a hustle like they're in real estate or right. they're, they're married and they have someone that's making a, a buttload of money for the family and they get to do whatever they want to do mm -hmm. you know which is vlogging or taking care of you know yeah. so yeah or they have like a you know they're like um uh, hedge fund kid, you know, yeah, or like one with, of those with mom and dad's money. Yeah, and just, they just oh, I'm gonna make a creative agency. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna do this, and they're out in L.A. There's know, so many of those, just playing pranks on each other, exactly. Yeah, and making so videos on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not naming names, but you could probably think yeah, of some. Yeah, you could come up with. You could fill in the blanks here. Right. So, so yeah, so just from that that whole deal, what you're hearing from both of us is like, all right this is what happens when you get in your own way. Like this yeah. is, this is what happens when you not necessarily that you set your sights too high, right. but that you set your sights to an unrealistic level that even you fail you. Yeah. And then there's all this baggage. Uh, let me tell you how this breaks down. There's all this baggage that gets attached to your creativity all of a sudden and, or not all of a sudden it's little by little mountains don't get made overnight. Right. right. So it's little by little. And you're starting to get on you. And it's something I call like the motivational vortex. Yeah. Came up with this, right? Wow. So, yeah. I like it. Thank you. So, essentially, what happens is you, okay, we shame ourselves for not creating or not yeah. doing this thing. And then we try to motiv use that shame to motivate ourselves. Like, okay. how dare you? You are going to make something this yeah, week, yeah. right? Like, how you're going to do this. Dare how you. dare you? Right? Insert Greta. <laughs> so. We, we get into this this never-ending cycle, essentially, of 
shaming ourselves and then trying to shame ourselves into motivating ourselves to get it done. Well, what happens? All of a sudden, what was fun or what you did just because you loved it is now full of regret and yeah. anxiety and shame because you're constantly failing yourself. Yeah. You are getting in your own way. You have set yourself up for failure, and it doesn't matter what month it is or what day it is or what, what tomorrow brings. Like, And, and yeah. here's the thing. like The daily vlog situation, mm -hmm. it could have been done. But I set up an expectation for myself that was unreasonable. That first vlog took me all day. Yeah. Like I filmed it, edited it, like uh, when I woke up and then like till nighttime, that's the vlog. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I think would have worked better is if I daily vlogged on my Instagram story. There you go. Like what can I streamline? You yeah. know, like our friend Sean Cannell, he has a vlog. It's not on YouTube. It's on Instagram. It's a story. Mm. It's called Rise and Grind. You know, you mm -hmm. go to his page. Like he wakes up every day saying, "Rise and grind." Today's full of opportunities, new possibilities. So he has like this whole speech, yeah, and like he goes through opening. his whole. He films his whole day where it's streamlined. Like there's even he also plays music in the background, like something like that. But it's it's how do you streamline and scale your your dream, right? Yeah. Your your what you yeah. want to do. And for, for me, when I set up that whole daily vlogging situation, like I filmed it and I like did all these cool edits on it. And like, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And I was like, Oh gosh, like this is not going to go well yeah. if I got to do this every day because yeah. it takes a lot of creativity, a lot of time, yeah. in, in, you know, in the editing room. You got a wife um, that would like to see you every once in a while. I or... do have that wife that yeah. <laughs> likes to see me once in a while out of the cave. Right. And, you know, and I get to hear about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like all the time in a good way, you know. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, I should probably do something healthy like see my wife. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, you we're, probably in same, in we're in the same house, but we don't see each other. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. So essentially, so this all boils down to one point. If you got your pens and papers out, kids, yeah. it, it's don't create, document. Yeah absolutely just document yeah so create when it comes to creativity and like the thought of like i'm gonna create something mm -hmm. and you got that blank sheet of paper out and you're like all right create something create something like it, it doesn't like one percent out of the time it works yeah you know one percent yeah. of the time you're like okay i'm gonna create i i just know that creativity is unforced most of the time like 100%. i have to it, it all depends on my environment it mm -hmm. all depends on what i what my experiences, my atmosphere, all that stuff. Like that's why when you walk into our office and you see like all kinds of creative spaces, craziness. Yeah. It's just it's like wow, this is really creative. There's like a lot of fun stuff happening. Yeah. And you know we got a basketball hoop and like we got like a lounge. We got a bunch of lounges. We got a bunch of just space. You had that uh, chalkboard. We had a chalkboard where you could draw. Yeah. We have you know just like opportunities to create. Right. Yeah. So if you're in a space where you create opportunities for magic to happen, mm -hmm. you know, like moments of creativity, you're going to have a higher chance to produce something and documenting that creativity. And it's all about documenting that journey. Right. Like for me, you know, we've done so many music videos together mm -hmm. and we've done a lot of things. I worked on a lot of projects together over the past couple of years. Right. And it's exciting. Like the end project is that piece of content and when it goes out there people respond to that project but mm -hmm. the best part is the the doing 
yeah. like the process of it all, like the people we run into and the, the photos that we all take together and like all the stuff that we share on, on Instagram that doesn't have anything to do with the end project, but it is like all about that, tr- like that process during that project. Yeah. And that's what connection is and in, in that relationship. So having that opportunity to document all that stuff is mm. actually the creation part of it. You know, like yeah. if, if you're saying again, like, you know, we're going to be filming a vlog today. Our whole goal is to find out what the best tacos are in Vegas, right? right. The street tacos, street tacos. So like we put a destination and then the journey is the, the, the content. Yep. So our destination is discovering what is the best tacos street tacos in Vegas, right? That's the destination. Mm-hmm. The whole entertainment part or creative part of it is getting there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let like to your, to the, the creative therapy peeps out there, the audience that's, if you're listening right now, put a goal or a thing at the end of something and right. then document the process of getting there. Yeah. You know, if it's like, if you're an artist and you're like, I'm going to go buy a random coloring book, and I'm going to, my process is, can I make this coloring book, this child coloring book look professionally done? You know, mm-hmm. I follow this guy on YouTube who does that. You know, I, I watched like a whole hour of him taking a kid's coloring book. It was a Marvel book, Spider-Man. And he was, he's a professional colorista, colorist, like who does markers and, oh, and all that I stuff. I was like, colorista, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, so he's a professional coloring artist. That, I didn't even know that it could be a professional. Yeah. Thing. Oh That's yeah. They awesome. do the animations and all that stuff. Oh, okay. okay so yeah. like he'll, he's a professional colorista and he took these child, this child book and he talked, he talks, the whole video is him explaining his process on what he's doing with this, this book. And like, he talks about even like, wow, this paper is so crappy like that they use <laughs> to make this book. And like, it's soaking up all my pens and wow. like, so he's talking about his process while he's filming and I'm like hooked. I'm watching yeah. this like, it's like in at midnight and I'm like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> and it's like, Whoa. it's like documenting what you're, what you love and enjoy and mm-hmm. what you feel like, you know, you love to do documenting that is the content. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's a tip. <laughs> so, so essentially what you're saying is that we're, if, if we are getting caught up, in in the how yeah and all of the i guess the i i tend to think of things a little bit backwards right so like this okay i gotta make sure i get this cinematic shot and like oh yeah, it's yeah. not quite right like oh yeah. man the whole vlog's ruined never mind just yeah. throw it out like yeah. we're wrong yeah i i doing it wrong yeah i think the problem that we have is we're trying to create masterpieces of every piece of content mm. like that's that's it every piece of content you're like this is my masterpiece yes so your whole focus is like trying to get the right shot. I want to do the cinematic thing. And you're like, I need to get this video out today, but it ends up pushing back to a week and then a month because you haven't quite got it right. Yeah. And you're trying to make it. And then when you put it out there, you get like five people commenting it, you know, it's yeah. mostly like your family, your close right, friends. Yeah. They're the ones that are sharing it. Oh, my son, he made a video. Like, this <laughs> right. is awesome. It's like, mom, like you're not supposed to share it. Like, <laughs> this ain't for you. This is not for you. You know. Yeah. Um, but we get we get trapped in in creating masterpieces. And the thing, um, and I love the story of Pablo Picasso. Pablo, Ooh, tell it. Yeah, Pablo Picasso. He's created over fifty thousand pieces of art, but only about a hundred of them 
are considered masterpieces. That's wild. That's less than 1%. Yeah. That's less than 1% of his art. And the pieces that are called masterpieces wasn't even defined by him. It's defined by how people interpret his art. Mm. So imagine if Pablo Picasso didn't create, like out of the 50,000, people picked out 100 and was like, oh yeah, this is a masterpiece. Like this one's a masterpiece. And he, all he was doing was doing what he did daily and that's creating art. And that is, you know, that was, it was him saying, I'm just going to do this. He didn't say, I'm going to create this masterpiece and it's going to be a masterpiece. He was like, I'm just going to do what I always do. And like, if it ends up being a masterpiece and that's the video that pops off, that's the painting that pops off. That's the, the podcast episode that pops off. Right. Your audience is going to be the judge. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you have that mentality of like, I'm just going to create because I love creating mm-hmm. whatever you create, whichever one connects the most with that audience, they're going to determine what they, they love and what, how they subscribe to your channel, how they subscribe to your Instagram, how they follow you, how they want to engage with you. Right. And that's it. They determine your masterpieces. Right. You know, you just got to create pieces. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you might've, you might've mentioned this a little earlier, but I want to clarify it for, yeah. for those of us listening. But when we, okay. So Picasso just created, right? He just made, and that was, that was, he knew that was what he wanted to do. That's what he was doing. But I don't want people to get caught up in the, wait, you told me to document and not create. And now you're talking about creating. Sure. So like, how do I, this how is, do I this is what Paul, this is what he did. Yeah. He discovered cubism. Um, he wasn't the first one to discover it. Right. right? But he, he found it because he was intrigued by another artist. And he he stole that idea and then he branded himself. Right. So his passion was like, I can't stop painting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So he just continued painting. Right? right. And then what happened was when back in the day, they didn't have video cameras or photo, right, like, yeah. you know, photo cameras and stuff. But like people, they would have art galleries. Right. Mm-hmm. So like people determined his content. So that's, that's what that was. And then, so Pablo Picasso, how that translates to us is follow what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Do the thing that brings you the most joy, mm-hmm. right? And then push record. There you go. So that, that's pretty much it. Like mm-hmm. what are, what are the things that make you happy? You know, like you love being outdoors. You love discovering about your town. You love discovering. Like, you know, you love sitting and talk and having interviews right, yeah. and all that stuff. Like you love just, you're very curious and you mm-hmm. love, you want to know stuff that you never knew before. You want to discover stuff. You mm-hmm. have like a heart of discovery. Like that's who you are. So the thing is for, for you, how you create content and, and uh, instead of, uh, instead of creating, you document your content by searching after those things and then pushing a record on that. There you go. You know? So yeah. like. So if you're an artist, if you're a painter, if you're a musician, if you're a photographer or filmmaker, you like if you're a filmmaker or, or a writer, um, you're going to write. Mm-hmm. You're just going to write. Yeah. That's what you do. You're going to yeah. write fiction novels. You're going to write stories. You're going to write blogs. You're going to write articles. But you're writing about stuff that you love. Right. right. So yeah. like you're not just writing about like today I'm writing and I'm a writer. Like it's kind of dumb. <laughs> right. Like you have a specific desire for something like, you know, whether you're in church, you're going to write about music. If you're a musician or a worshiper, you're going to write um, worship music. If right. you are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're going, you are drawn to a specific thing. 
Mm-hmm. And creativity is the tool that enables you to express that. And pushing record is the the tool that documents that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I hope that hit, hit Absolutely. someone in the head like, <laughs> right. hard is like, it's not about you and the camera. Mm-hmm. The camera is a tool. So it's not about you like getting the right shot. If, if you're a filmmaker, which you're a storyteller, right? Yep. So you love telling stories. You love using cinematic um, techniques to tell those stories. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're, you're not documenting when you're filmmaking. Mm-hmm. You're filming, right, and trying to tell a story. Right. And that's your art, mm-hmm. right? So you enjoy that. And it's, you're going to labor over that. That's a labor of love. Right. Then, like, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Documenting part is after you had done that, sharing sharing the how you did it or the why you did it on social. Yeah. Be like, I, this is how I film this. This is what I love to do. Yeah. And then in the comment section, be like, man, this took eight hours to film because it was a massive time lapse. And yeah. like, I really enjoyed this. And you start like just commentating on your, you know, your work mm-hmm. and that's documenting your story. And people absolutely are drawn to that because people hate perfection, first of all. Yep. And they are so drawn to characters that, or, or, you know, accounts or people that are sharing how their their process works mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like my biggest um my my biggest superhero growing up wasn't superman it was batman mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. superman was flawless kryptonite right. really huh. yeah like that's them where mm. can you get that like the you know? the really rare thing like, that barely exists you, on earth yeah fans don't really like superman superman isn't really a big hit yeah. Like people love Batman because he's a normal guy with normal struggles and like he's using his smarts and his, his money to, to build, you know, yeah. to, to become a hero or right. a dark hero. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I could relate to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people, people love that. People don't love like, Oh, that guy's too perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's something if you're listening to right now, Maybe that's something that you got to experiment with. Like, how can I? And, and the thing is, like, Instagram and YouTube, you try to put your trophies up. Right. And it's like a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And you get frustrated because it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, and every time you try to be perfect, it's like it takes a lot of time and a lot of, like, you know, creativity, a lot of energy to be like, I want people to perceive me this way. You yeah. Know? So my challenge for you guys would be documenting your journey, putting up the stuff that isn't perfect. And like Sean says, punch perfection in the face and push record. There you go. You know, there you go. Yeah. And and this whole thing, this whole thing is a process. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like creator's therapy, people don't know this. Creator's therapy was, uh, it was a bunch of things first. Like it was creative intercession. Then it was like, it was, uh, what was it? Living wild indeed. Um, and then, yeah, it evolved over time. Right. And it wasn't until about like, well, I don't know, spring of last year that I, that I finally landed on, Oh snap. I know exactly what this is now, Yeah. but that was a whole multi years process yeah. and a ton of ideas that either had to get shelved or just thrown away completely. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I were saying like, you, whenever you're documenting you're documenting that yeah but you don't get so caught up in the sauce that you forget 
yeah what's in the oven right that's like, right yeah totally like, and you know what i think that that is the the thing that gets yourself out of the way is mm-hmm. when you recognize that you're not creating one piece and that's it you're yes. creating fifty thousand pieces there you go that's it you know yeah like that one thing that you're working on isn't your masterpiece it's part of the journey yeah like you know like you're not gonna like take out a sheet of paper and you're like i'm gonna create the masterpiece and everyone's gonna love it right people are gonna want to purchase it like yeah that's not gonna happen right you know and that, that feeds back into that into that vortex i was talking about like you you go okay you make one vlog you're like oh this is the best thing i've ever put together yeah this is gonna be awesome i'm put on youtube i did everything right eight views what the bleep like yeah. you know and yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. frustrated you're like forget this i'm not doing you this mad anymore. and you're yeah. like this isn't worth it yeah eight views for all that work right dude you yeah. you missing it. You're in your own way. That's yeah. why that's why you can't appreciate it. My the whenever my thinking flipped from from like oh, crud eight views to like oh eight views yeah wow that's someone found them somebody found right. it yeah like you know I didn't promote it or whatever right. or like um a couple of videos I have right now I got like in the hundreds or there was one I did a blenders sunglasses review oh nice to my surprise fourteen hundred views. Woo! have no idea why yeah. don't know what i did other than just yeah. I'm, i tried to make it as interesting as possible because i wanted to watch a review that i wanted to yeah. or i wanted to make a review i wanted to watch right mm-hmm. um but I, my 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 perspective had to change i had to get myself out of the motivational vortex yeah. right and just start documenting just start making yeah. and remember the reason why I got into this and not get so caught up in all the like, well, what about SEO? What about tags? Mm-hmm. What about all that is going to come? Yeah. All that, all that. Yes, it's part of the game, but it'll get, you know, mm-hmm. it'll come. Just create. Just create. Or just document. And then create. Yeah. <laughs> just create what you desire. Yeah. And then document your process. There you go. Yeah. 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 Just and make. what you're documenting is what you share. Yep. You know, like the creation part is cool. Like, hey, I did this. But like, it's funny because like okay so if you watch like trailers and films or like youtube stuff like there's the 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 piece itself that goes up but for some reason people love watching the behind the scenes more behind the scenes stuff like i will find a piece i'm like i need to watch the behind the scenes and the behind the scenes actually has more views than the actual piece yep because they want to know the process of it yeah you know like i'm just we're just curious human beings yeah and that's the thing like yeah we we need to know the how yeah things work yeah yeah perfect example of that is uh well we were watching star wars last night yeah getting ready to see the new movie yeah but we're watching star wars last night and you know watching through i'm like man that's i wonder where where they went for that yeah i wonder where they filmed that or even like mandalorian there's a whole town built oh my gosh i want to go to there so (laughs) even with the mandalorian because you opened up this whole can of worms here with star wars (laughs) and you know i'm i have an ewok tattoo on the back of my right arm he does and i I love it so mandalorian's phenomenal like save the series they've saved star wars yes the greatest thing since uh rogue one and (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and it was a little scary at first because it was a risk. Yeah. Like it was a huge risk. But then like you start hearing about, you start watching the film, the, these, this amazing documentary of what happened a long time ago in a different galaxy, mm-hmm. far, far away. And far, far away. It's, it's long a time ago. Yeah. You know, it's a documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in that series, you, you find out like, okay. And, and if you haven't watched it, spoiler. So pause, you know, fast forward through this, <laughs> fast forward. but there's like a series of stormtroopers 
that you know then you find out oh my gosh like they they have this budget but they don't have a big budget where do they get these stormtroopers where do they film this you start yeah. asking these questions like who are these characters they look familiar they look like but then you find out like oh he this guy played this person in the animated series or like yeah they're all connected somehow in the fandom of star wars yes and like the stormtroopers thing is like they got a guild like i forgot what the guild is like the guild of 500 i forgot what it was it's like a 500 first it's a society something, something. Yeah. like they're, they're all it's a club of yeah. uh, comic con type of fan club who ha who has star stormtrooper uh, replicas yeah uh, you know gear they built them and they they made them themselves yeah. and they're replicas and they all look legit and they just like, hey, instead of buying new gear or spending all the money on this, like, you know, this gear, they're like, how about we just hire this society? They all come with the gear and we need <laughs> actors, too. And they're so, so such big fans of Star Wars. Let's just put them in the series. Yeah. And that's what happened. And then how would you find that out if you didn't do any research or like find out like all these reviews or like all the stuff? So honestly, documenting, documenting the process and, and the journey and finding out all these deeper things and meanings mm -hmm. in, in the art piece is actually more exciting than the actual piece itself sometimes. Mm -hmm. yep. you know, but that's what makes the piece so unique, I, I believe, yeah. is, is the part of how you got there. You mm -hmm. know, If it was easy to get to, a, um, uh, to create a piece of content, there's like no one really wants to hear that. If there's like, imagine if yeah. Star Wars had no backstory and they're just like, I just, you know, George Lucas was like, I just created it. And like, and then we had all this budget and we didn't, you know, and it just became this thing instead yeah. of like, we use every piece of the budget and everything was created and like all the, the whole yeah. struggle with it, the whole writing process and yeah. that it, I don't think star Wars would be as big as it is now. Yeah. And I believe that's, there's a lot of star Wars, um, type esque films out there, mm -hmm. like, you know, um, battle star galactic or like all these other yeah. like star wars space, as space fantasies that fantasies that because. that are out there yeah that don't have the backstory yeah of and they're not as big or yeah. not as popular as star wars like star trek or like you know the new films that jj abrams yeah. produced like they didn't get as much viewership as star wars does or attention because there's not really um a struggle in the backstory yeah. it was never yeah. really um a precedent Sure. Uh, of creating innovative, you know, yeah, like yeah, storytelling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you look at like, you know, there's a new movie coming out, 1917. They filmed the whole movie with one camera, one shot. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to watch this film. Yeah. N like not because it's a good story that's being told, but the way they tell the story. Right. You know? Yeah. Like Ford versus Ferrari. You're talking about like the history of mm -hmm. how Ford came out with. Like they're, they're, you know, they're Le Mans winning yeah, car. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. th that's the backstory of it. And that's what people buy into. Right. They don't buy into just like the product. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I'm, I'm leave you with this quote. People don't, don't buy into the product. They buy into the process. There you go. So if you're starting a YouTube channel, if you're starting an Instagram, if you want to start doing photography, think about Anything. your process, mm -hmm. think about how you're getting to your destination and making that the content, not the actual and the destination. Mm. There you go. Does that help? <laughs> Does that help? I, I hope I was, I hope I was helpful. That. Oh, oh man. Dude. I think your audience would, I oh, hope yeah. they take something away from this. I, yeah. I hope, I hope you do y'all. 
John, I always, dude, I, I love having you on, man, and, and it's always, oh, it's always a pleasure. Just, I, I'll always come on the show at any time, <laughs> any place. More podcasts. If you want to listen to more episodes just like this, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify, Creators Therapy. We're there. Um, and uh, also check out the YouTube channel, Creators Therapy. Yep. There's a lot of good stuff there. I'm, you know, I'm kind of finding that balance of, of what, you know, I think there's there's some there's some videos on there that are that are, i think you'll get a lot out of so check that out you can also hit up the website at thecreatorstherapy.com if you want to get in touch with me um and uh subscribe and let me know what you think of the episode would love to hear your feedback so until next time everybody we'll uh we'll catch you later catch you later Thank you again, everybody, for checking out this week's episode of Creators Therapy, the podcast. If you want more Creators Therapy, you can always go to thecreatorstherapy.com and get all of our links. We are on Instagram, Twitter. I think No, we're not on Twitter yet. Oh, my goodness. I got to get a Twitter. Uh, but we're definitely on YouTube. And, of course, you can subscribe to the podcast. There is a lot more episodes coming your way. And definitely check out the episode description to get all of John's uh, social media connections. Man, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of the week.